What is a homage? Uh, so when a man loves another man very much. <laughs> ah. Legally, a, they can now <laughs> have a homage. <laughs> not uh, a, you wouldn't see it in a church, though. No, probably not. But yeah, unlikely, there that, is a legal celebration. That sounds of wrong. Love. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe <laughs> doesn't sound right. Mm. Uh, official definition is uh, special honor or respect shown publicly. Uh, historical is. Uh, Formal public acknowledgement of feudal ally, uh, allegiance. Uh, mm. Mm. Well, mm. that raises further questions. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So like a a Greg's selling a croissant is like a <laughs> homage to... Um, to their French to allies. To French yeah. allies in World War II. <laughs> exactly. Sweet. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know. I had to put it in context that the viewers, listeners of the podcast would understand. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, our fellow co-host and World War II reenactor, Matt, <laughs> would understand. Reenactor. <laughs> <laughs> He's only got one side's memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of red. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, all right. Uh, should we kick things off or do you have something funny um i suppose so that was not an appropriate answer for a question that had <laughs> two routes i don't know you just like opened the goosebumps and one was like go to page 54 and one was go to page 36 <laughs> and you said <laughs> yes <laughs> what what is warhammer oh lord it's a um do you want the official definition? Is it a figurine or a board game? <laughs> Zach's going to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately this week. Um, uh, it is Warhammer is a fictional universe mm. created by ah. Games Workshop. Ah. Um, Warhammer 40,000 is what Zach and I participate in. I see. Partake in. Um, it's a plastic crack addiction. Um, <laughs> and it's sci-fi Warhammer. Yeah, yep. yeah, it is pretty cool. I think it gets a bad rap. From who? Most people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, Warhammer, Dungeons and Dragons, etc. Take your pick. There's literally a Dungeons and Dragons movie out right now. Seems reasonably popular. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Can't say I've seen it. No, neither. Well, there but, you go. Yeah, yeah. People, people associated with Warhammer 40k, uh, listeners at home might be painting a certain picture in their head, for example. Yeah, a picture that resembles Henry Cavill. Oh, well played. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and correct. Mm-hmm. Now, the point is, Warhammer's, it's pretty cool, some of it. There's these little dudes, uh, the Space Marines... I assume they're regular sized people, but they're no, just represented no, by they're super small super plastic. soldiers. Um, they're taller than regular. Oh, people. there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're little dudes. Either way, they're, <laughs> either way, they're smaller than a uh, real human being. Yes, yeah, because um, they're plastic miniatures. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of Halo, the video game, uh, so if mm. you're a male, um, you'll probably like Space Marines. They're very cool. They have little chainsaws on their guns. 
it super cool is the point I'm getting at. Um, but for whatever reason, I've found whenever you mention, hey, I really like Space Marines, there's always some guy that'll emerge from the woodwork going, well, actually, the Space Marines are a bit of a allegory, really, for a totalitarian government, you know, yada yada. They're actually sort of akin to futuristic space Nazis, if you will. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I already said I love space marines. You don't have to sell me on <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. There is an allegory, but it's not space Nazism. Um, <laughs> something, something, something. Blind faith. Yeah. Uh, something, something, something. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. not... No, not, not space, space Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> um, Games Workshop are not anti-Semitic. You d- did not hear that from Storm in the Beach. <laughs> uh, do you reckon kids these days know what Halo is? Probably not. Yeah. Oh. You reckon? I don't know. Yeah, there was a new game recently. It's yeah. just Did fresh any kids enough. buy it, though? On Gay or, Pass, so they didn't have it to. It's just... perfect for children. Free. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I'm not convinced they would have played it. Like, I, I feel like the uh, the enjoyer base for that one was just 20-plus-year-old uh, mm. mm. men. Is Maybe there... Definitely the multiplayer was 20-plus-year-old oh, yeah. men. Yeah. Is there a Master Chief in Fortnite? Oh, there totally is, oh, isn't there? Probably, I don't know. Stand Most by. likely. That's that's how you target anything. That's how you get the youths. But kids nowadays. these days will never know the feeling of having one emote that wasn't actually an emote. All you could do was crouch up oh. and down on your opponent's corpse. That was it. <laughs> None of this dancing business. It was perfect. It Master was, Chief it was is perfect. <laughs> Master Chief is in Fortnite. Oh my god. He has been since December eleventh, twenty twenty. Wow. Hmm. As part of the Gaming Legends series. Oh. Kids probably refer to him as like a spaceman costume. <laughs> spaceman skin. Boomer spaceman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't played the campaign for the new one though, actually. So I was waiting for them to release some um, co-op for the campaign because it was mm. in the roadmap and then I just kind of forgot. Ah, fair so, enough. So yeah. here I am. <laughs> All right, should we actually kick things off now? Yes. Yeah. Or I won't. That's cool. I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, hit the button. Oh, sorry. That's on me. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> oh, nice one. It's pretty, uh, pretty rapid, but like nice one motion sort of rapid. Not too yeah. soon, mm. but just quick fire sort of stuff. Like I knew what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number sixty-one of the Storm on the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's going on, fellas? Not much. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Uh, what's going on, Keelan? I um uh, have a confession. Go on. Didn't 
didn't really watch much sport this <laughs> week. <laughs> well then, uh, you won't be doing much talking, it would seem. <laughs> I'll live react to things. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I also didn't watch a whole lot of sport. I don't remember this asking weekend oh, yet. <laughs> that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I did uh, a bit of listening though. Oh, that's oh. good. Tune into the wireless. Mm. Good move. Yeah. Bit of um, AM grandstand. Mm. Uh, mm. Shout out uh, local ABC FM station for having the rugby league and not the AFL. Blech. How good? Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is how they sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think, no, that that does need to be addressed. I don't know if we have addressed it before on the show. Mm. Um, that was their big ad, ad campaign one year. It was just Queenslander mm. over mm. and over again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what the greatest minds in advertising could come up with, I suppose. Well, it's clearly... Stuck around. Yeah. Damn well, it. It's simple. Yeah. Real simple. <laughs> it's like when you see a really shit ad that has nothing to do with anything. Like, um, oh, I was watching. There's a new Grey Goose commercial. And okay. it's just like some ladies walk along the street and then gets like swept up in. Not, not Schweppes. Sorry. Sorry for the confusion. <laughs> Swept up in, um, <laughs> in like flowers and shit. And it's just like random and whatever. And um, I think it was Emma's mum who, who was like, what the, or Emma's sister or someone who was like, oh, this has nothing to do with Grey Goose at all. <laughs> I was like, you're right, but we're talking about it. Mm. And if you're talking about a brand... Mm. It gets in your brain. Mm. And so the next time they go buy a bottle of vodka, it's probably going to be Grey Goose. And now that I'm talking about Grey Goose a hell of a lot, when I inevitably take up drinking again um, to drown all my worldly sorrows, it'll be Grey Goose. (laughs) But before then, obviously, I need more money so I can afford... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't afford a drinking habit yet, so... (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not if it's Grey Goose. No, if you're going to go vodka and you're going to spend, you know, roughly that much money, Mm. just buy Tito's. What is that? It's Tito's handmade vodka from America. It's uh, very good. It doesn't doesn't really burn. Um, They have a damn Murphy's. Yes, they do. Uh, And it's gluten-free. Oh, lovely. I feel like... By default, you'd think that most vodka's gluten-free. Well... Is Grey Goose the one made from wheat, not potatoes? So then it wouldn't be. I think exactly. like yeah, well, one of go. the big ones is wheat, not potatoes. Mm. And then all the Russian and Polish ones, I think, are all like potatoes because, you know. Can't really grow wheat there. Part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vodka facts. Hmm. How did we get there? Yeah, I'd recommend Tito's. Um, all right. Should we get on to our first segment? Yes. Uh, anyone got any nominations for the unofficially sponsored uh, insert your butcher here butcher of the week? Um. Yes. Go on. Sort of. Uh, my washing machine keeps breaking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, quote unquote breaking. The filter keeps getting clogged mm-hmm. with crap. Uh, 
presumably from the pockets of the people putting clothes into the machine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're probably wondering, well, how is that the machine's fault? And you'd be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, it's happened again. Despite the big A4 sign I printed out and a sticky tape to the side of the machine that said, please empty your pockets. Uh, clearly, I can't read. Well, <laughs> What are you running the laundromat? How many people are <laughs> not emptying their pockets with clothes into this machine? It got pretty bad at one point. <laughs> There are a lot of hair ties. More hair ties than I own. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ooh. It wasn't a one one guy with long hair hair tie problem. <laughs> well, is there not, you know, greater than one person in your house with long hair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, surely a pocket is not a very useful spot for a hair tie. Surely it'd be tying your hair, right? Well, it's good to always have one on hand. Sometimes hair ties <laughs> If explode. they were on hand, they wouldn't be in your pocket. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but my wrist is too too thick <laughs> and it stretches it out and then it doesn't work real good as a hair tie anymore. <laughs> Got to double it over four times. <laughs> uh, I, I actually do um, need to remind myself. I was going to ask if you have a type of plier because there's a tube which drains the water from the washing machine so you can get to the filter. Uh, in an attempt to clear the filter, I lost the tube into the machine. <laughs> I wasn't able to get it out with chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spent a lot of time trying to get that tube. I've got a couple different pliers. Yeah. We can have a look. Hopefully one of them will work. <laughs> Call a plumber. I think worst case... Probably I'm a just, washing machine technician. I'm just going to have to take take the bottom off and that'll just be a whole big thing. Mm. Then you'll have an even bigger pile of washing just waiting for you. <laughs> exactly. And you'll be in such a rush you'll forget to empty your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story. Empty your pockets. Read signs, I guess. Get a more hardy washing machine. <laughs> yeah. For, like I feel that's... Yeah. yeah. Just get a top loader. <laughs> There's got to be other people out there washing their clothes with their hair ties in their pockets and their machine doesn't crap out after one wash. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the science is there, but we're, we can do some research. Mm. Find I, some stats. I could I could believe that there's at least one other washing machine where this happens regularly and it doesn't stop working. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise, washing machine te- technician might be the most lucrative job on the planet. <laughs> Just go around <laughs> putting hair ties in people's pockets. <laughs> We're on to something. Here's my business card. Uh, washing machine technician slash reverse pickpocketer. <laughs> I think this card get in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what's, that, what's this mushed up business card in the washing machine? <laughs> no, you'd obviously make it out of like sponge ha- or something. Ha- half of it. <laughs> Half of it's laminated. <laughs> <laughs> Business sponges. <laughs> Don't be like this half point points and it's just the fucking tattered up <laughs> unlaminated <laughs> side of the business card. <laughs> um any real nominations? Yep. So I mean, it didn't actually happen this week, but I found out about it this week. Okay. There was a tweet from one Arsenal fan 
Oh. 1st of February. About a year ago, my wife and I booked a family holiday to Mauritius, leaving the 26th of May. I recently found out that our final home game is Wolves on the 28th of May. I cancelled our holiday. <laughs> my wife is raging, too scared to go home. We better win the league. Pray for me. Uh, and he was never heard of again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, since then, obviously, no. Arsenal have um, all but bottled the league. <laughs> so uh, that poor fellow could have been, I don't know, thinking <laughs> about sunnier things. But instead, he'll be in the <laughs> cold London, I assume. They, uh, they've filled the bottle at this point, but they're yet to put a cap or a cork on it. Mm. Pretty close, though. Very close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. City haven't quite... As far as bottling goes, they're 90% of the way there. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good nomination. Uh, Tough look. Yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, I've got nothing this week. Wow. No butchers. Moving on. Move on then. Yeah, okay. Uh, shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Big Z, for this idea. Yep. Uh, so with the with the shit list, we all know Chaos Sports is, you know. Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's shit. It's very much on there multiple times. So we now have uh, partnered with them <laughs> to give you the shit list brought to you by Chaos Sports. I love that. <laughs> uh, can we put a bracket unofficial? Close the bracket. shit list unofficially brought to you by KO Sports. I'm okay with that. Um, probably skip ahead three minutes or so uh, when we put in our second or third nomination for the shit list um, because you certainly won't catch the first two minutes of any match you want to watch on KO Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to see the start of a sport game? A playoff game at all. It ends up 2-1 in the time it takes to switch over from ninth inning 9-1 match of baseball. But why would you want to... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm confused. Baseball is America's pastime. Yes. That's why they didn't bump it to ESPN2. Yeah. It's because KO knew how much we covered baseball on the podcast and they wanted oh, to make yeah. sure that we, we watched it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Sorry, I've got one. Uh, I've got one movement. Uh, I'm going to put the Edmonton Oilers on the shit list. Deserved. Uh, uh, best hockey player on the planet. Yep. Uh, another year of his contract wasted. Best hockey player on the planet. Debatable. Uh, and Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> and probably a top three player on the planet. Yeah. On the same team as yep. Connor McDavid. Uh doesn't yeah. make any sense. Just uh, choked away another another playoff round. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? they got all the weapons. Don't have any goalies. <laughs> Tough look. <laughs> Over, overpaid defensemen who can't defend very well. Yeah. Not great. Better luck next <laughs> year. Yeah, I guess so. Well, <laughs> this year running into next year, how good is... Better luck next season. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound the same. <laughs> no. Better luck next financial year. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lines up. Enough. Yeah. I don't like it, but 
<laughs> Here we are. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon I could write off my Foxtel subscription? <laughs> <laughs> if you get audited, you just say, do you know how shit KO was? <laughs> <laughs> Had to get Foxtel. That's research for my job. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> I have I to sh- watch all the matches. <laughs> <laughs> I assume can't, Foxtel costs more. Can't get that on free to wear. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's fucking classic. <laughs> but at least you get other channels with ads. <laughs> You're really selling it. <laughs> you do get a recording box though as well. Oh, you get a real thing. Yeah, yeah, you do still get a real thing. Wow. Yep. Um, play video games? I, I don't believe it plays video games. Uh, what sort of records TV and then plays it back? Yeah, pretty much. 2004 called. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are up with the times now. They don't have to uh, either put a satellite on your roof and run a cable or plug mm. you into a cable out the front anymore, even though I have both of those things now from previous boxes um, ready to go. It's it's just connected to the internet. Smart. Yep. Um so at least I could move it around the house if I wanted to now. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, and it, you do get to watch footy in 4K, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, okay. It is a it is a lot more enjoyable for my eyes than watching the slightly stuttery KO sports footage of an AFL ball skipping across my screen. I um, uh, I, I have a family friend where I've g- gone around to watch the footy before. They have a brand spanking new 4K mega TV. They got the 4K box. On paper, it sounds lovely, right? Watch your favorite game in 4K. However, you can see so much of Gary Lyon's face. (laughs) (laughs) Way more than anyone ever wanted to. (laughs) They really didn't need the 4K cameras in the studio, did they? No. Leave them around the ground. 480 would be fine. You would think <laughs> Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, given they've got, you know, 4K capability of, it seems, every camera around the field. Yep. You'd think they could get more than what? Uh, 240p goal yeah, reviews? Two, 240p uh, 17.5 FPS goal review footage. <laughs> Impossible. But Do you know, I, how much does it cost to install spider cams in every stadium? Necessary. <laughs> and then you've got a bloke walking out there with uh, a 2005 GoPro in each camera pad. <laughs> like, seriously, that's what happens. He goes out before and after the game and like collects them back. No. And they're just like feeding back Wi-Fi footage, I guess, the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, but we know that the technology is there for such things to be higher quality. You than just put two are. phones there. <laughs> He's popped into Coles and grabbed their phones <laughs> from from the service desk and put those in place. I need two burner phones. Yeah, it's, no, like it's, a, it's just the Suns game. Give us the cheapest stuff you yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. the two uh, forty nine dollar ones. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need any data. <laughs> we got we got Wi Fi in the stadium. Heritage Bank Wi Fi. Uh, uh, but yeah, I got Edmonton Oilers on the shit list. Any other movements, boys? Um, maybe, definitely not a movement, but sort of, I guess a rumble. Yeah, yeah, an inkling. Just a, yeah, <laughs> Ooh. maybe, uh, you know, 
So, uh, NBA playoffs. So comes, you know, the... Oh, words in it. Yeah. <laughs> Fumbling over here. <laughs> oh, I guess. Here, sorry, here's your, here's, your, here's your bag. You dropped it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns is one of several coaches to now be axed. Mm-hmm. Uh, two-time coach of the year award holder i suppose um and honestly i I think he's a pretty good coach valuable coach you know get taxed don't really understand it getting your team to the playoffs should be a pretty big achievement right but apparently not Mm. i don't know maybe fans and management bit of an inkling or a rumbling for sort of making these rash mega decisions, like just cutting someone off. Uh, I think making the playoffs isn't the same as, say, you know, those EPL teams at the start of the season that couldn't get anything going. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Did Chelsea need to go through 17 managers this season? <laughs> Probably not. It's not good for their financials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't skip ahead, I guess. Mm. Hmm. Um. Speaking of NBA playoffs, have you noticed they've dropped in uh, a new Australian offsider this year to stand by the court and they have say a piece? And he's much better. He's better than the old one. Oh, they listened. I guess to exclusively us. Yeah, I suppose. Sick. <clears throat> and he has uh, like a, a longer segment as well than the oh, other guy. He does. Yeah. Not he... just sixty-nine fifty-two. <laughs> I reckon we need to try and get that guy on the show because there, there's something he was too bad. Something didn't add up. Like he he clearly conned Kyle Sports. <laughs> I I think I suspect Kyle Sports head office is probably in Sydney. It's probably run by you know a board. And this guy walks in and he goes NBA. It's a pretty big deal. And they go yeah you know look we we got some rights to it. He goes, you should send me over. I'll be like the KO analyst. And they're like, oh, great. But no one knew anything about NBA. No one could keep him in check. And he was just living his best life out there. Providing score updates coming back from every break. (laughs) On KO's buck. (laughs) You're probably wondering, uh, has the score changed in the last two minutes of this break? No. Oh man, yeah. No, I, the new guys is better. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like the way you said it. It still still feels like an NPC character. Yeah, it's still <laughs> weird hearing an um, uh, an Australian accent in amongst an American broadcast. Just, just not really saying anything. <laughs> it's like he's a puppet, and it's like, look, maybe he has the strictest script, and literally can't deviate from the game oh yeah absolutely but almost to quote him one for one coming out of halftime he goes you hear a lot about denver having an edge since they're at a higher altitude and i'll tell you walking just up the 30 stairs to get here i'm feeling a bit puffed (laughs) and that's it and you think I didn't need to hear that. In fact, I'm angry that I heard that. <laughs> it's comical. <laughs> it's Lighten up. 
<laughs> Big J journalism at its finest. But he wasn't smiling as he delivered it. Yeah, because he was puffed. <laughs> he was absolutely knackered from going up the stairs. Yeah. Well, weren't you just, listening? Just getting the words out. <laughs> the blood rage in your eyes was just making you unable to see that the man was physically incapable of being happy in that moment. He was too knackered. <laughs> Not enough oxygen. That's... <laughs> Fair point. Mm. All right, should we get into the uh, round nine recap time on? Yeah, I'll see you in like 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maddie, you're up first. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This one's not even in in the outline. No, I didn't have time to copy them over. Could use on secret notes. Ooh. The young tigers, who are also old, but not as old as the cats, proved too fierce for the domesticated shorthairs. Tigerland swinging back into action, starting the night off with six straight at home, saw some bandwagoners turn on their heel and tune into the game. After dropping all that money on new stickers, hats, scarves, and a membership, you may as well ride with them until the granny. Richmond's defense was action-packed like a good Michael Bay movie. Bad Boys 2. Full of interceptions, hard work, explosions, and impressive ball movement. While the Cats looked like Bad Boys 3. Man, that movie sucks. It sucks so hard. Mar Lawrence is kind of fat, and the story's all over the shop, and they kill the chief in such an undignified way. Spoilers. Terrible movie. (laughs) Then I realized, hey, it wasn't directed by Michael Bay at all. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) What a turn of events. Wowee. Richmond nailed the main prize and slot 16 majors, or box office hits, if you will, whilst Geelong may have appeared to break even, but the box office grossing usually doesn't include the cost of advertising. Final score, Richmond 102, Geelong 78. Are Richmond all the way back? Probably not. Uh, congrats to you for last week. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely putting the commentator's curse on Geelong. Saying they were all the way back. <laughs> well done. But also, like, fuck you. Ruined everyone's tips for the week. Ooh. <laughs> Do we have that power? Are we considered legitimate commentators that we can now curse teams? We provide commentary. Oh. And I guess we're legitimate. Depends. I mean, we are... I guess somewhat conducting a scientific study here because we do write everything down. <laughs> we are actually doing a scientific we're, study. We're on not the just Saint mucking Kilda, around. St. Kilda Isaac factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which has Don't given confusing ahead. results, perhaps. <laughs> Could be because, um, what is it? Uh, Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, again. there's another fucking variable. Yeah. How are we going to keep track of that? <laughs> I knew I should have done, done better at math. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> For the second of the Friday night footy matches, we jumped on the red eye over to Perth to witness the confrontation of the coasts at Optus Oval <laughs> as the Golden Boys travelled over to the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> After an even first quarter, 20 to 15 in Gold Coast favour, the Suns blazed away in the second quarter, scoring 53 points to 8. 
Uh, we won't mention the uh, the six points the Gold Coast scored in the third quarter. Irrelevant. I feel like you've just mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Backing up from a quiet two goals from five disposals last week, we were treated to a masterpiece viewing in the return of the King. Ben slotting four goals three with 12 score involvements from 15 disposals. Extended cut. Pretty effective. (laughs) (laughs) James Cheetahs found the easy way to the first two goals of his career, the cheat coat being to come in as a sub in the fourth quarter when everyone else is knackered or injured in West Coast case. Mm. With a dominant display from the Suns, the only eagle who stood his ground was Liam, who dug in to 32 disposals. Mm. West Coast ran a hard tag on the Suns' prize midfielder, seemingly sending two eagles everywhere Noah went. But even as the opposition flooded the stoppages, Anderson didn't drown, collecting a handy 27 disposals and eight clearances. The Suns heading back east to the Golden Coast with a much-needed percentage-boosting win, winning wire-to-wire on their way to a 70-point victory. West Coast Eagles, 6-7-43. Gokko Suns, 16-17-113. Could, uh, could have been a lot worse for the Eagles. Mm. <laughs> But uh, happy to see a big win there. Yeah, no, very happy. The, I think I, I think I only caught like the the second half of the first quarter through maybe the second quarter, mm. and <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty apparent the Suns were running riot already in the first, even mm. though they weren't actually comp- like putting it on the scoreboard. Yes, mm. yes, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't a lot going the Eagles' way. No, there was nothing <laughs> going the Eagles' way. They got lucky a few times, and that was about it. Yeah, uh, I managed to uh, delete a paragraph from my uh, recap. Oh, I've oh. figured out here, which is quite annoying because it's now gone forever into the abyss. Not sure you can version history on Google Docs. Uh, perhaps, but not live on air. Not live on air. Uh, it was just regarding Matt Rowell, who had a huge game. Mm. Uh, it's because they've got hormones in the grass over there. Well, yeah, exactly. 100% grain-free. Uh, midfield bull charging around like he was in a china shop. Uh, 29 disposals, a goal, 17 tackles. <laughs> Eight inside 50s, six clearances. Uh, Ruben Jimby was beating him on 15 tackles at the time. And I think uh, Raul was on like 13, 14, something like that. Uh, and he was like, eh, let's do a little better. Got up to 17 and the other guy finished on 16. So, you know. Some, that's some, some very high tackle counts in the same game though. Jesus Bit Christ. going on. <laughs> there was like uh, five or six ball ups in a row in the same like, you know, two meter square, <laughs> like COVID safety range. It was just like <laughs> up tackled, up tackled. <laughs> Umpires hate him. <laughs> Warm up your shoulders if you've got a game with Matty Rowell on the field. You're going to be tossing oh, yeah. that ball in the air a lot, aren't you? Definitely. All right. And uh, luckily for you, uh, I've written a couple of recaps for you to contribute So you want, with. Me, to, you want me to say them? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. Cool. Let me just get the iPad out. Um, this is one I prepared earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> Starting off, Super Sydney at Sydney Harbour. Super, what, well, Jesus Christ. 
Starting off Super Saturday by Sydney Harbour, we saw a drove of dot workers drift up Darling Harbour for a scrimmage with the Swans. <laughs> <laughs> you like the letter S or... <laughs> The Swans started strong, <laughs> sailing out to a two-goal lead at the first break, but the Dockers quickly dropped the anchors and got to work, the deficit being roped in thanks to a six-goals-to-two term. The Fremantle fans entertained by Luke Jackson, who moonwalked into his three goals on either side of the halftime show. Fremantle holding a 13-point lead at halftime. How do you moonwalk into a goal? <laughs> I oh, was just using name, the name. His name. Yeah, 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 okay. I was really hoping he didn't do a <laughs> shitty celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to moonwalk his footy boots <laughs> on grass. <laughs> no, he's wearing the... Groundskeeper's um, absolutely fucking fuming <laughs> on the side. <laughs> he had the Gary Ablett training new balances on. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. Sergeant Schultz took command up forward for the Dockers, steering four goals up the main channel between the port and starboard posts. Errol, the silver golden, was lining the stat sheet for Sydney, swooping in on 39 disposals, while Caleb Sarong wrapped the ball up 33 times for the men in purple. Classic. Isaac, he needed some help up forward to add to his two goals, but Tom Papley-Ving... Yeah, Pap Pap leaving it too late <laughs> with his two goals <laughs> coming in the fourth quarter uh, when the game was all said and done. The Dockers singing happy shanties sailing back to Fremantle after they tied up the Swans and claimed their first win in New South Wales since 2011. Jesus. Long time. Handing Sydney their third loss in a row at the SCG. Sydney Swans 13-8-86. Fremantle Dockers, 16-7-103. Keelan Gooden, nil, Isaac won. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal showing from the Swans. Uh, it came out today that uh, the Buddy Franklin flu game, uh, not a good one like Jordan's flu game. Uh, he had a pretty average one. <laughs> and I don't think he did much at all, no goals or anything. I didn't mention his name. <laughs> yes. Um, and the first time the Dockers have scored 100 points in back-to-back games since 2016. So uh, credit to them, I guess. Flag mantle. Flag mantle <laughs> is all the way back. Oh, you boy. heard it here first. <laughs> I've got a double header: North Melbourne Port, Hawthorne Demons. I've got North Melbourne Port Adelaide next. Ah. On the on the outline, um, do you want to read it in order? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's totally okay. Hawthorne and North Melbourne are like two peas from the same pod. Both are clubs in Australian football league. Both teams share financial ties to the forgotten state down south, Tasmania. Most importantly, both teams have shattered more dreams than Chef Ramsay and Simon Cowell combined. <laughs> This is a double-header North Hawks recap because we can only handle so much pain here at Storm in the Beach. North Melbourne doubled their goal accuracy in a single week. Pretty impressive. And the Hawks didn't break any hearts by scoring nine points before halftime. Effectively, there were no hopes or dreams to shatter since no Hawthorne fan was tuned in after 15 minutes. <laughs> that is um, factually accurate. Let's get to some jokes. <laughs> Hawthorne Football Club, 
Wait for applause. (laughs) Allow some laughter. Wait for it to die down. North Melbourne Football Club. That one always kills. (laughs) Thanks, I'll be here all week. (laughs) What does a meth-addicted family member and a Hawks membership have in common? Oh, what? (laughs) They'll prey on your love and loyalty and rob you blind. (laughs) What's the difference between being a North supporter and suicide? Some forms of suicide are painless. A North supporter comes home to find his wife of 12 years sleeping with his best friend. He cries out. How could you do this to me? He says. My wife and my best friend. The friend replies. My mistake. I thought you enjoyed watching the thing you love. Get fucked by other men. (laughs) Three men come across a shiny amulet and pick it up. Smoke and fire engulf them and a demon appears, granting them each one wish. The first man wishes for eternal wealth and is granted immortality. The second man wishes to be hit with a hit with the ladies and is transformed into Henry Cavill, but begins screaming as he realizes he has no penis. The third man, clearly seeing through the sham, wishes to be blind and deaf. The demon smirks and asks, Why wish for such a curse? The man replies, At least I'll never have to hear or see another Hawks game. <laughs> final score north 65 power 135 hawks 49 demons 103 (laughs) thanks thanks for that joy that's great um, that was lovely matt whipped out his tight five for the the recap well done that was very good (laughs) well done well done I, I just, I, I noticed the trend that each week the North recaps were just getting more and more disappointing. <laughs> With this being undoubtedly the biggest blowout of the season thus far, there's nothing left to cover that I haven't already covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, I mean, obviously including, you know, last year as well. Yeah. So you've got a repertoire that you're diving back into. Yep. Probably, yeah, you know, it's yeah, good it's move. It's just painful. Yeah. It is efficient too. It is efficient. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All righty. Primetime Saturday and the Essendon Bombers pulled into the Amberley Hangers in preparation of face-off with the butchering Brisbane Lions at the Gabatoire. What was that look for? I've I've read ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Essendon managed to bait the Big Cats into a dogfight in the first half. The Lions kicking just 19 points and trailing by 10 mm. and caught in the Bombers' jet stream at halftime. Starting off the second half, Brad Scott must have been singing, What is love? Joe, Dana hurt me. No more. <laughs> As Big Joe jumped out of the break with his third and fourth goals. <laughs> After getting burned by the Bombers' jets, Ashcroft dusted himself off, collecting 28 disposals. And Mason was seeing Redman with his team getting shot down in the middle. He had to play it 30 times from down back. After a dismal first half, the Lions showed their pride with 10 second half goals to the Bombers too, led by Joe's Dana half a dozen, 
and Lockie nearly beaten the brakes off the Bombers. His 32 disposals and five clearances bring Essendon to its landing gear. The Lions pouncing late on the Bombers and ripping them apart from the inside at the Gabatoire. Essendon's nosedive continues. Brisbane Lions, 12-15-87. Essendon Bombers, 6-9-45. I didn't want to interrupt, but I'm just clapping for the nosedive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cam Rayner for kicking a goal uh, on the final siren to cash 40-plus uh, bets for all the punters out there. <laughs> <laughs> that one was tough because I had to make a uh, trip back here with Dad and back up. Because um, we were staying with my parents on Saturday night, but Sam left her medication here, so had to make a quick, uh, you know, two-hour round trip. Uh, <laughs> um, so we put the footy on the radio, and then uh, the the app stopped working probably halfway back to Brisbane. But I knew that the Lions had like you know a twenty-ish point lead, yeah, sort of thing. Uh, the line was minus thirty and a half for anyone wondering, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> I had, to, I had to wait right until I, you know, got back, parked the car to mm. check my phone and see what had happened. Just itching. <laughs> and also uh, waiting for the next game to finish. That started shortly after as well. Waiting on the result for that, mm. which was also occurring as I was driving and I knew it was very close. Speaking of very close. We, um, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Take no, it away. Th- this is why I gave you a look. Um, this oh, first, you, you this read this. I just glanced it. More um, of the same. <laughs> <clears throat> Stepping into a superb summation of Super Saturday, we meandered across Melbourne for a marvellous matchup. Oh, well done. Oh, all right. That's, <laughs> Great that, took, that took a lot out of me. <laughs> uh, one and one. <laughs> The Western Bulldogs wagging their tails after three wins in a row, looking to rip into the the down on their luck blues. Sorry, I pressed the edit button. As I, as I was in there. Uh, some funky kicking from the blues didn't. Oh, that's nice. Sorry, sorry. Some funky kicking from the blues didn't help the low-scoring first half. Carlton managing to bag just one goal and four behinds before halftime while the Doggies didn't exactly have much style about themselves either, railing four behinds to go with their four goals. What? Was it wet? Uh, no, it was at Marvel, so roof was closed. Yeah, no, was it wet outside? <laughs> I don't believe it was wet outside either. <laughs> uh, I, this, this game also made it onto uh, the list that I mentioned last week of lowest scoring first halves at Marvel. I think it was also top five. <laughs> Weird. Can't wow. wait to see an, uh, a fully enclosed stadium in Tassie. Because it'll just be top quality football if mm. this is anything to go by. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an issue oh. with like, <laughs> could be an issue with uh, catering or something like. Maybe someone's like, I don't know, coating the oranges in Vaseline. <laughs> oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, Anthony Scott, a lot of friends at the Bulldogs now after kicking three goals, including a ceiling goal right at the end. And Carlton owes everything to Matthews for keeping the Blues in the match with his three goals. Despite the Blues' inaccuracy, the Bulldogs couldn't quite bury them. Carlton was more in tune in the second half. Sam Walsh's 29 disposals to go with his solo goal, gaining the Blues the lead for the first time 14 minutes into the fourth quarter. But the Bulldogs bit back hard. Bailey Smith hammering home his only goal to add to his 30 touches. Just when you thought Carlton had made it a match, the dogs came hunting in packs, 
kicking the last four goals of the match and running all over the park. I guess that's why they call them the Blues. <laughs> Carlton Blues, 8-11-59. Western Bulldogs, 11-13-79. And my tips so far in this round, uh, I think maybe one at this point. <laughs> Can't believe the bookies were given the odds they were on the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watch them. Be, watch it be a completely different story this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who they have actually. So uh, the fact that don't skip ahead. The fact that uh, Carlton was slight favourites or even in their last two matches, yeah, just absurd. So agreed. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, retrospectively, um, imagine picking the Carlton Blues. <laughs> the, Whoops. This game I had just got out of the car and there was like six minutes left. Mm. And then I had to make my way up the apartment building. Obviously, no reception in the lift. And then get back into my parents' apartment. And I tuned back in. I got back into it, you know, by the time uh, KO loaded and mm. such. Uh, like two minutes to go. And I knew... Uh, the Bulldogs were up by like six with like seven minutes to go. I was like, oh, this is a bit close. And then I get back inside and they're up by like 20. I'm like, oh, yeah, sick. <laughs> this is over. Vibes. <laughs> uh, final final leg of a ridiculous multi. Um, mm. A few of the legs which I couldn't watch or listen to, so kind of nerve-wracking. Um, just banking on all the good teams to obliterate the bad teams, and it happened. So pretty good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, just that uh, kind of hits home. Yeah, a little bit hurtful. Yeah. Profiting people, off of North's pain. Yeah, people have feelings. Noting I've uh, I've mentioned Gokko Suns in there as a good team, given they obliterated a bad team. Uh, yeah, I guess they're certainly, <laughs> they're certainly better than the Eagles. <laughs> I had uh, Gold Coast 40 plus, Port 40 plus, Melbourne 40 plus, Brisbane by 32 or more, Western Bulldogs head to head win. Nice little combo. What, what, were the, uh, what was the take home on that? Uh, a couple hundred bucks from five <laughs> bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's this sprite shit? Why don't we have like fucking. Grey um, Goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say like Sam Pellegrino or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> like a three dollar can. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want the alfoil over the top of my can so I know there's no residue from shipping and handling. Yeah, and such. yeah, yeah. Uh cockroaches and rats mostly on the top the of your cans. Fucking flavour is what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Immune boosting. <laughs> All righty. <clears throat> The first of our Sunday selection had the sommeliers serving up a tasting of Sharon just south of the Barossa Valley. <laughs> the wine stewards of South Australia hosting communion, communion with the saints. I'm really glad you've given yourself some of your own yeah, business yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crows circled early with with their murderous game plan. Uh, game plan. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> game plan. Flying the ones out. That you least expect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flying out to a 31 point lead at the first change. Despite the Saints' best effort to exercise Adelaide Oval, the Crows dominated the possessions. Jordan Dawson's 33 disposals, making quick trips up and down the ground as the Crow flies. While Brody Smith himself, 32 possessions down back. Matt couldn't quite compel the rest of the, of the Saints 
midfield to rise up with him. Even with proper form, he only managed to crouch at best, despite drawing in 30 disposals. And Jack was the man to hig and kiss for Saints fans with three goals. But it wasn't enough to apprehend the straight-shooting Tex Walker, who unloaded his five-shooter flawlessly on target. The Crows picking apart the Saints and soaring out to a 52-point home victory. Adelaide Crows, 19-7-121. St Kilda, 10-9-69. Oof. Nice. So, <clears throat> there's obvious, obvious scientific connotations at play here. I'm feeling pretty happy with myself. What do you think is the takeaway from this um, tipping hoodoo-wise? I think that match, uh, I think what I predicted earlier in the season is happening, where... Single had so many people injured, mm. they weren't going to win. They started winning games, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all, you know, slightly lower level guys fighting for their spot on the roster, getting their crack at being in the first team, having a real good go, showing off. Now all the usual starters are trickling back in, returning from injury. It's uh, messing with the, the team chemistry and mojo a little bit. And the top level guys aren't as quite bought into Ross Lyon's whole team defense strategy okay. and it's fallen apart. But hear me out. Um, I don't want footy analysis. I just want to know if you tip them, mm. do I tip with you or do I tip against <laughs> you? Well then, uh, that remains to be seen. Oh, fuck's sake. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes I guess scientific testing is inconclusive. I think it depends on my confidence of the tip. Mm. And I was pretty confident when I switched to Crows last week. So it was almost shoe-in territory. It was almost shoe-in territory. Ooh. Imagine mm. going up against the Crows in Adelaide. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, maybe we need a confidence factor statistic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shoe inableness. <laughs> More to come. Uh, over to the G for the last game of the weekend. The only big, big sound at the G this past weekend was the enormous thigh slapping, jaw dropping, humongous cocks that <laughs> tore apart the Greater Western Club at the seams like a child on Epstein Island. Jordan Degoe was in and out of the ruck contest more times than he is in a barley club bathroom, all over the Sharon as if it were an alluring bag of cocaine. (laughs) The dynamic duo were like Prime, Shaq and Kobe, a shameless US comparison for the Texan giant, Mason. In all seriousness, the man is a force to be reckoned with, taking contested marks the same way a father takes a mark on his six-year-old son. He effortlessly slot a long-range goal like it was a rock being launched from a trebuchet, the way his long legs pick up momentum on the drop punt. The Giants had no answer for the pies and the Dacos situation. Do you tag him? Everyone else plays a free-flowing, uncontested game? Or do you leave him be and he goes on to rack up 50 disposals? No one knows, and Pies, pies fans sure hope no one figures it out, figures it out this season. <laughs> as Collingwood roll on into another victory, looking to take it all. Final score, Pies 120, Giants 55. 
Yeah, look, uh, tough matchup for the G-men. Uh, not a great record at the MCG. No. Um, pies, are, pies are looking pretty good. Uh, mm. Cox was enormous. Probably everyone's always going to compare him to his grand final or finals yep. b- performance. That, uh, semi-final or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But this might have been his best game. I don't remember him making a single mistake. He was he, he was giving Jared Witt's energy and intensity. Mm. He won every single rock contest and had gluey mitts, took every mark. Yep. Uh there <laughs> There was a point where he looked like a kid playing FIFA. Uh sorry. Missed some crucial stuff there, but there was a bit where side bottom like a kid playing FIFA with the old LBY or <laughs> LB triangle was just waiting for Cox to walk up the field mm-hmm. and would just lob it into him. Yep. Guaranteed mark. He was the uh, the most erect around in the marking contest. <laughs> yeah. Just latching onto it. Yep. It was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think well said. It, it's whether G- GWS uh, aren't a great side, but whether they played well or not, I don't think any team was beating the Pies that day. Even if they had Toby Green, I don't think they would have. No, would have made a difference. Would have been closer, but for sure, yeah. yeah. But they just got smashed. Himmelberg was impressive, and I hope he leaves GWS. <laughs> Bit of a Connor <laughs> McDavid situation. <laughs> Hashtag free Himmelberg. <laughs> you can only do so much <laughs> on a team with what twenty aside, basically. They uh, he gets a good run up forward, and then they're like, "Oh wait, we don't have any defenders. You got to go down back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. poor guy. Tough picks. <laughs> All right, quick uh, shoe and recap. Um, we're on fire once again. As I said in the Instagram caption last week, you know people should have taken this as a absolutely can't lose multi because there was no way this hit so easy. Surely the odds would have been. One dollar thirty. <laughs> it was a, it was like a dollar eighty for all three. Not <laughs> isn't terrible. Not terrible. Big uh, risk. Very yeah, little yeah, reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Keelan won on the pies by sixty five points. Nice. <laughs> I won with the Suns by seventy. Easy clap. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> Matty won with the Lions at the Gabba Twelve at forty two. Uh, mm. Safe as houses. That pick. Pretty close up until half. It was, yeah. It was. Had me a little bit nervous. <laughs> uh, so Manny's on eight. I'm on seven. Kion's on four. Crushing it. We're rocking and rolling now. <clears throat> four straight. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty good. Uh, bit of AFL news came out today. Uh, AFL's confirmed uh, 2.30 first bounce time for the grand final this year, which, oh. which is uh, perfect for people who would uh, say be – Avidly enjoying the AFL Grand Final one afternoon and having a wedding to attend the next day. If that could be a scenario people are out there facing, uh, great news for them. Is this the that is that the is which which wedding is that? Is that the island wedding? The island wedding. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's gonna be sick. That's gonna be so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, should we get into some uh, tips out for the boys? Could do. Yes. 
I've only briefly looked earlier this week. I haven't looked at all. Uh, and some of the matchups are going to be tough. Mm. Watch me get my first perfect week. All right, here we go. It's going to make or break the season for a few people, I think. I'm due for a perfect week. Good hasn't, luck. Hasn't happened yet. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, first game's a toughie. Adelaide Oval, <laughs> Port Adelaide, Melbourne. Yeah, look. Uh, <laughs> Certainly not easy. Both, uh, both on fire, relatively speaking. Mm. Top four clash. It is in Adelaide. It is in Adelaide. Factor that in. Yet, Port is still paying sixty cents more. I think I like Melbourne uh, with Max Gorn in, and Brody's also playing quite well, which is just such a dominant rock advantage and they have a good midfield mm. I don't even know who Port's big man is uh, that's a good question I know they've got a few injuries it's not anyone of note that's jumping out to me but I'm going to mm. take Melbourne by 10 I think is pretty sensible Scott Lysett would probably be their big man maybe I'm going to take I'm going to take Melbourne by 13 oh in Port Adelaide yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Based Melbourne. Based on the rock factor. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's huge. I'm going to take Melbourne by 20. <laughs> 45. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, because surely Gold Coast were only close to beating them because, um, well, it was close to beating them instead of beating them because of the referees. But <laughs> it was um, close close because um, of the uh, the wits factor. Oh, absolutely! Just immense, best ruck in the competition. And if I that that and the uh, the absolute heat raining down from the solarium with all the fans there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big time fortress, the bank, yeah, Fort Knox, if you will. Mm-hmm. That that, that <laughs> must have been it. <laughs> uh, North Melbourne versus Sydney at Marvel home game for North. Uh, Sydney, Sydney are well and truly washed. The odds make no sense because Sydney have been so bad. Yeah, but hear me out, right? So no, if you, North Melbourne's also really bad? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bottom of the table clash, 16th against 14th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. It's not even the worst one this round. This is must-miss football. Ah, I don't know. There's another game later in the round that I would argue... If Sydney... No, I think I know what game you're talking <laughs> about, but I've got an argument for that, so don't worry. Okay. If Sydney play just bad enough and North play just good enough, it could be a close game. <laughs> <laughs> North could keep it close. I have tipped Sydney because it's not at the SCG. <laughs> Great point. Uh, yeah, Sydney, I'm happy I don't have to pick a margin because I, I think North Melbourne might cover plus the yeah, seven really... and a half. This could be based on the uh, previous, immediately previous games at Marvel. Uh, this could be another low-scoring affair. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't consider that. Yeah, must be all that wind in Marvel that's um making the yeah well, shots like on goal miss. Hey, the people in charge of closing the fucking doors <laughs> aren't getting paid enough. But yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Where is Mars Stadium? Uh, it's in the fucking name, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Where 
<laughs> it's in Mars City. Mars Stadium of Mars City. <laughs> Planet Mars. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> it's literally on Mars. Uh, Ballarat. A strange joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the dogs. I think they're playing really good footy at the moment. Is their home away from home? Uh, Mars Stadium. Um, I don't know. The Crows have been up and about a bit. So have the dogs. But the dogs oh. have been <laughs> running wild. Ballarat's a wild place. Yeah, notoriously windy as well. So maybe take the under in this one. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> That's back-to-back games that you've said take the under. What happened? <laughs> what, what, what did we miss? Well, that's the secret. Exactly. He always bets. Look, it's up. all the way down at 162 and a half. This game's going under. The bookies already know. They've put the line so low that you're like, oh, it's sure to hit 160. Let's. What day is it on Saturday afternoon in Ballarat? Let's check the weather forecast. I feel sick. Hear me out. Even entertaining if, this thought. If Blues Bulldogs was 59.79. <laughs> In an enclosed space. Exactly. It's when's this game start? Two ten. Uh, heavy rain predicted between or all the way up till three o'clock. Uh, Twenty one kilometer an hour winds. This is going to be gross. Take the under. Uh, uh, Bulldogs in the wet. Everyone knows birds don't fly around in the rain very well. Yeah, no, I can't fault that. <laughs> and bulldogs aren't like a long-haired breed or anything, so no. they're not going to get weighed down. No, like exactly. one of those fucking towel-looking dogs, like the one in the uh, in the paint ads. <laughs> yeah, the jewel ads <laughs> or other paint company. Yeah, that we're willing company. to pay Incredible. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that have dog mascots. Mm. <laughs> uh, in obtuse, we have the Fremantle Dockers versus Geelong, and. <laughs> I I don't understand how Frio is only two dollars thirty five to beat Geelong. What you reckon they should be bigger underdogs? Yeah, <laughs> massively, right? Yeah, something wrong here. Yeah, so bit of overreaction from is, uh, last week's results, mayhaps. Well, o- Ollie Henry's got a ruptured testicle or something. I did see that. Oh. Pretty painful. Yeah, not ideal. But but Tony Hawk came back better than ever after his ruptured testicle. So. Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong, pretty good. Yeah, Lance Armstrong, <laughs> yeah, Lance. Uh, which one's the leg other strong. one? Yeah, leg strong. Well, blood I was trying to make it blood not, strong, not strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Dangerfield still sore? Mm, probably. Probably he's mm. old, so probably. Mm, good point. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow when the lineups come out. I guess. I'm on the cats penciling. Um, the cats, but in like a six B or something like a pretty dark pencil, pretty pretty <laughs> difficult to erase. <laughs> pretty confident. Yeah. Ooh. Saturday night we got a Q clash up at the Gabatoir. Mm. Uh, be interesting because usually the most fiery people in these are Dane Zorko and Tuke Miller. Uh, mm. Dane Zorko, you know, could be in or out. Couple niggles. Uh, Tuke Miller obviously very much out injured. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be close, but I think Brisbane will probably still win. I've got Brisbane. Yeah. The Should last five games they've played have all gone Brisbane's way. Yeah, they got a bit of a bit of a record. 
the head to head on the tipping app doesn't say where they played though, which is kind of annoying. Or is it literally just this matchup? No, there's two games there from last year. So yeah, be nice if they said which one was Gabba and which one was um. I can I can tell Bonk. you. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't all, matter all all Brisbane, way. but one um, day, one day, Gold Coast will win the. <laughs> it goes win at Brisbane. Uh, Gabba Bank, Gabba Bank, Gabba. Mm. So it doesn't really matter where. No. Any time, any place. You know, <laughs> take Gold Coast lunch money. It seems like maybe the radius on the Gabbatoire effect is slightly larger than. Well, the Bears Brisbane. did used to play at Crara, mm. and then the there's a there's a rugby team called the Burley Bears. So maybe there's like a mm. weird bear thing going on. Mm. Exactly. I'll do more investigative research <laughs> uh, and journalism. We'll research. dig into that a bit more. Yeah. Don't skip ahead. Uh, all right. Battle of the Sashes. Bombers versus Richmond at the MCG. Yellow. Yeah. I'm also in yellow and black. Mm. If for anything else, just to see Essendon's downfall. Yeah. Mm. If for nothing else. I'm okay with that. Yep. 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 Oh, is that going to be dream time at the G? Because I think we're into the Sir Doug Nichols rounds. It is. Mm, excellent. And I'm too poor to order the Hawks one currently, so I'm just <laughs> going to have to hope, hope they don't sell out. Cross, uh, cross fingers and hope for the best. Um, my my game of the round, um, we're, we travel to Utah's for um, Hawks West Coast. One ten in the afternoon as well. Prime time. Yep. <laughs> You gotta you gotta take into account the Tasmania factor. Mm. Well, and that West Coast are shit. And very injured. Jack Darling played the second half of last match with a fractured arm. Literally just running around with one hand. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, it's obviously Hawthorne. Obviously. That's uh, unless. Yeah. Unless what? Do you have any st- any, anything to follow that up with? Could Hawthorne bottle it being bottom of the ladder? For now. <laughs> <laughs> Until. West, no. West Coast might resume that duty shortly. And if it's a thumping, north, they might jump uh, ahead of north. So don't get too confident over there, <laughs> champ. <laughs> You'll be back with where you belong shortly, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right. I, uh, I think I think that game could be closer than the odds suggest, but I will take the Hawks. It's certainly not must-miss footy like Isaac was insinuating <laughs> earlier. No, it's actually quite interesting because it's the battle of the wooden spoon, basically. Yeah, and, well, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know these teams aren't going to beat many other teams, so. And Tassie games are just fun. Yeah. you know, yeah. you can outplay them and, you know, the win picks up when you kick all your, all your shots on goal and they're... They're fucked. So. Mm, mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, MCG Carlton Collingwood. Wood. Yeah, easy pick. Wood. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Giant Stadium, Giant St Kilda. St Kilda. They'll have more fans there than GWS will. That's that's probably true. <laughs> I wonder if Tom will, if Toby will be back. Uh, he's apparently back. From from the reports I'm reading before the teams are confirmed. He's all the way back. back? I believe he's back, yes. Is he all the way back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that would mean they're fucked. 
Oh. Because they're all the way back. Oh, no. Mm. Got him. No, you're right. Um, St. Kilda's due for a win. Oh, no. <laughs> we How? Almost, if we look at their uh, win-loss, 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 due for a win. We almost had him tipping the Giants. What do you mean win-loss, win-loss? Oh, yeah, no, on their current, yeah. Mm. Now we all go down. They have a streak of three against the uh, against the Giants. Got their number. Mm. Not close either. The third one, but yeah, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, it's Saints. Yeah. Cool though. Right. Uh, the game we can't show in. Probably, um, probably Sydney. Yeah, lowest odds. Yep. yep, can't show in Sydney. That's fair. Uh, I, I certainly wouldn't be showing in Sydney either way. So happy with that. Yep, cool. Uh, well, I'll have um, Hawthorne. Ooh. Wowee. It's all about confidence, baby. Um, I wouldn't mind shooing in Richmond, I guess. That's what I was about to say, too. Hmm. Hmm. There's one other one I would take, but it kind of, it's kind of rude. What would? No. Brisbane Lions. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> can't, can't be doing that. The Brisbane Lions um, might be a um, might be a pretty reasonable show in for mm. anyone. I I don't know if my heart could take shoeing in wood. No, like it's pretty. But you can't. You can't. Take showing in lines over the suns either. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. Saint Kilda. <laughs> <laughs> you taking Richmond? No, not if you want to. I don't mind. We can pick the same thing. Oh, it's just unsportsmanlike. <laughs> yeah, it's not as fun. If you both want it, you should Rochambeau for it. No, I'm happy to change. I'll. Shooing the Bulldogs. Mm. Mm. A little bit scared, though. Ah, you and me both, champ. I want my shoo-ins to be locks to guarantee I don't have to drink <laughs> shoe again. Which, admittingly, wasn't that bad. Yeah, but your shoe was new. It was. That shoe still smells. This will only get worse with time. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll give it a rinse beforehand. It'll be fine. Oh, oh, that's all right then. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Rinse it with uh, vinegar or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> good to get rid of the bacteria. Probably, you know, not so good for the next beverage. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Salt and vinegar beverage. <laughs> I'm going to bank on uh, Eston's continuous nosedive mm. uh, and go Richmond for my shoeing of the week. Good move. Uh We'll just pump that into a quick bookmaker of choice. Doggies, Richmond, Hawks, three-leg simple, head-to-head, $3.37. Oh, easy, easy, easy money, that is. Easy money for an Not absolutely can't-lose multi because we are on fire. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. Uh, Maybe we bet, should get bet, that on a button. Bet with your head <laughs> not over it. Um, Think of what you could be buying. Yep, all those things. Uh, where's all the other ads? What else do they say? Um, 
chances uh, are no, you're about to lose. Chances are about <laughs> to lose. Yep, which is true. Mm. There is a chance of that, yes, uh, but not if you back our shoe of the week. But absolute, she, absolute sure wins. But Shaquille O'Neal gambles with points bet. So, he does. So I so so fuck the government. Us Aussies sure are built different. Mm. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, NBA. What about uh, MVP'd, Maddie? What do you reckon? Um, well deserved. <laughs> what? Joel Embiid is a very talented NBA player. Um, and clearly. After getting knocked out before the conference finals, uh, has proven to the league and the world that he is the most valuable player in the league as of when it was awarded. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that's just how it goes. I thought you'd be more MVP'd off. No, I don't know why <laughs> you'd think that. <laughs> now, you got to take into consideration the MVP is a regular season award as well. Absolutely. Um, all of the regular season, not just the last week. Yep. Um, so I'd say any big scoring performances probably wouldn't have any bearing or Definitely impact on, on the MP, MVP voting at all. No, you you would be absolutely correct in <laughs> thinking that. So you're saying it's recency bias? Free. Absolutely. No, no. Absolutely we're, free, yep. yep. We're not saying that at all. Recency bias <laughs> free, yep. Definitely. Mm, yep. Nothing to do with uh, Embiid scoring 50 points in the last week of the season. No. He makes everyone around him better, which is uh, not something you hear about any other player that was a potential candidate for the MVP award. Or Mm. recent winner. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm. For those who aren't picking up on it, uh, Matt is very MVP'd off (laughs) by this decision. Oh, no way. Yeah. very adamant uh, Jokic should have won it for a third straight year. Pretty good claim to it, I'd say. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> when when the Nuggets win the finals. First time in franchise history. First appearance in franchise history. Um, Big call. When the Nuggets win. Yeah. Well, there's your lock. If you lock, lock it in. Add that onto the two dollars seventy win. Can you put in um, our shoe wins plus Denver for the final in a multi? Sure, thank you. <laughs> uh, in the East, Miami Heat are charging ahead. Uh, they play tomorrow in Game One of the Conference Finals against Boston, which should be an incredibly entertaining matchup. Mm-hmm. It's uh. The last time Heat and Boston faced off was when LeBron James was in the Heat. I was just about to say that's big LeBron vibes. Yeah. 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 Um, and some people have pointed out that Eric Spolstra, head coach of the Heat, has led his team to the conference finals seven times out of the last 11 years, which is huge. Pretty yeah. impressive. How many times have they won in the last 11 years there? I don't know. So, like, fire him. Certainly, <laughs> certainly, not good enough. Certainly, a few times. Uh, when he debuted as head coach, he was—he may have been the youngest head coach in the league at the time. Well, uh, leading a team of not only LeBron James but Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, uh, arguably the first super team mm. uh, of the modern era. Um, 
yeah, incredibly impressive by him. Uh, really looking forward to that matchup. Jimmy Butler, sort of probably the underdog, sort of people's champion, real gritty, grindy kind of player. Mm-hmm. Defensive lock against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are probably two of the best offensive wings in the game. So should be really exciting. And then on the West, of course, we have Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, two-time reigning, well, previously reigning two-time MVP versus LeBron James. Uh, Do you mean Reeves and the Lakers? (laughs) (laughs) D'Angelo Russell and the LA Lakers. D'Angelo Russell's Lakers. Yeah. Um, and Anthony Davis. They played game one today, which was incredible. It was wild. Truly, possibly one of the best playoff games I've seen. What a good day to be Mm -hmm. out of the office. (laughs) In the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, especially in the modern era, which has really seen the game adapt to, like, transition threes. Lots of shots. Lots of blowouts. Lots of blowouts. Yeah. This was, well, funnily enough, bit of a blowout, sort of, at times. But for the most part, uh, LeBron James quietly almost racking up a triple-double. Anthony Davis, 40 points, half a dozen blocks. Uh, One of the best defensive centers in the game, going up against one of the best offensive centers in the game. And they did not disappoint at all. Just an absolute showing of dominance from Jokic. Uh, Really don't even know what to say. Kind of speechless. But if you have a chance to watch the game, even just a five-minute highlight recap of the game, definitely encourage you to do so. Definitely worth it. The the Lakers were down by 20 at times. Well. Um, And brought it all the way back to, you know, six or even less than that. Yeah. Three, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it stayed around six. Is the um is the next game Friday then? Probably would be. Uh, yeah. thir- oh, because well, Wednesday today. Yes, surely yep. not tomorrow. Friday. That'd be kind of rude. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, um, is that at Denver? Denver again. Oh, nice. That was a road win. No, it goes two two, oh, two one two. one Sorry. one. Yeah. yeah. I was looking on Isaac's phone, and I, f- I forget they showed their fucking away team for. Um, yeah, they go to that at. I hate thing. that. Yeah, but probably the most notable f- man. Honestly, I don't even know where to begin. But one of the most notable things about the game uh, in today's modern style of NBA, very little three points uh, mm-hmm. attempted. Mm-hmm. It was just pick and rolls, ball movement, r- just all all the good stuff used to love about the NBA. If you were a fan of the league 10 years ago, uh, you would have absolutely loved today's playoff game. Uh, game one of the Western Conference Finals 2023. It had everything. Screens, dunks, inside play. Really cool. Really cool to see. You've perfectly summarized my feelings of these last, like the conference matchups. Yeah. Because I think we'll see lots of this because Miami plays the same way. Yeah. Boston's the most three-point heavy team out of the remaining ones. Yeah. Um, but they, Jason Tatum also loves driving the ball too. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, you'd say, you know, 24 three-point attempts by the Lakers today, 32 by the Nuggets. Probably a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, when you compare that to Golden State in game six, they attempted 48 three-point shots. Wow. So, you know, about half as many. Uh, I'm very happy by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the Lakers, they were they were gone. You know, if it was, you know, versing Golden State, Golden State probably would have kept blowing them out by more than 20. Oh, but the sure. Lakers just kept driving the ball at the basket, getting free throws, and just, like, chipping away at the lead slowly and slowly. They didn't try and make it back by making, you know, seven three-point shots in a row and getting, you know, eight stops in a row sort of thing. Yeah. They just stayed in it and made it a, a real game. Uh, by the end of it, it was... 38, 34, third quarter, 34, 26, fourth quarter. Uh, really impressive. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to be watching this series very closely. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> Some of the best basketball I've seen in a long time. Really don't know what to say. Nikola Jokic is... Unbelievable. That being said, it was also very high scoring. So, like, it's nice to see teams hit shots as well. It was. Um, but that could also come down to shot selection too. Yeah. Yeah. Not just living out in the three point line and taking all those. Um the ESPN commentators, uh Van Gundy, uh the great Van Gundy, I suppose, probably fair to say, is one of the most prolific NBA commentators of the last three or four decades. <laughs> probably not that old to be fair to him. <laughs> At least two decades. Mm-hmm. Probably internationally known. Um, and the reason I build this guy up so much is he, he he's one of the best. He has a vocabulary for the game. He understands the sport inside and out, right down to the draft picks, like everything. He mm-hmm. knows everything about mm-hmm. the game, every player, every stat. And he was truly left speechless in the sense of, when Jokic pulled off some of the magic tricks, magician-like stuff he does, uh, he would say, quote, uh, he makes the game look easy. Mm. Several times just repeating that line. Just didn't really know what to say about it. Because, um, like, simply put, if he got double teamed, he would always, again, to quote Van Gundy, if double teamed, he makes the absolute correct decision every single time. Mm-hmm. If you don't double team him, he scores effortlessly. It's it's just insane. And the treat to be able to see a player like that playing alongside LeBron James, who may go down as the greatest player to ever play the game, it's just truly something special. Mm-hmm. So cool. Mm-hmm. You know what isn't special? KO? The KO Sports app. Because <laughs> here I am, you know, you're talking about how great it was to watch this game today. I'm like, you mm. know what? I'll open KO, see when the game is. Surely there's an option to fucking send me a push notification when the game's going to start. <laughs> you open the fixture. Oh, basketball starting at 10.30 a.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Cool. That's a really good time. Watch it at work. There's nothing. <laughs> There's a starting soon thing that does fucking zilch. Yeah, that, yeah, that doesn't do anything. Starting soon. 
in greater than 12 hours. You, yeah. You, I reckon the you, Friday basketball is probably also starting soon. Hold on. Probably. Loading excessively, mm-hmm. even though you have very good internet here. There we go. Oh, starting soon. Yeah, it might be one of those things where uh, you got to have your profile set up with your favorite sports listed and teams and such. Oh, do you get notifications? Yeah, I do. When broadcasts start. And well, see, this is that's good because they always start like Gareth's the account. broadcast. Ah, I see. The broadcast <laughs> starts uh, <laughs> 10 minutes before the game actually starts. Mm, yeah. Like most US sports. I'll just fucking add it to my calendar. <laughs> uh, I've got an event on tomorrow. Good stuff. 10.30 a.m. Um, but yeah, I think these conference finals are going to be really good. So cool. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Basketball wins. Oh, Basketball absolutely, absolutely wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in other uh, NBA news, uh, the San Antonio Spurs got the number one pick in the draft lottery. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Wimbayama inbound. No, but like, I get it. I get it. Literally, everyone's been talking about Wimbayama and how, like, you know, he's definitely going number one. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also, yep. The amount of fucking articles in my shit this afternoon that is saying, you know. Wembayama confirmed for Spurs. It's not actually confirmed, no, though, is it? No, they still it's, have to pick it. But yeah, but anything can happen. Correct. And so it just fucks me off. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just big J shit. Yep. <laughs> just like, you know, instead of it may be... Like, it's, essentially, it's essentially... a It's like rumour mill shit. Yeah, yeah. But they're saying confirmed. Well, it was like Fox Sports posted. Literally, you know, um, there's the Fox Sports one yeah, that fucked me off. It was like, uh, you know, San Antonio Spurs get uh, first pick mm. in the NBA draft and it's when Biyama photoshopped mm. into a Spurs jersey mm-hmm. in the background of the photo. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Did you watch the video of the lottery? Uh, I was watching it live. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the Spurs guy was so fucking He hyped. was pumped. <laughs> he was so happy. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was going off. I watched that video in the Fox Sports article. Yep. And they hit me with a 45-second advertisement before Ooh, watching that video. That's bold. And then their mobile site is so fucking shocking. Oh, yeah, terrible. There's no, like, you know, double tap to just, like, get me to the juice. No. And then when I was there, like, yeah, it's 2.30 in the morning, just, like, hanging out. I'm so excited. I love San Antonio. Lily. I came across... An article, I guess, just early mm. in the week or perhaps last week. It's not important. The point is... <laughs> when, when I discovered it, it isn't important. Time is relative. <laughs> the point is, uh, to presumably all of our Australian listeners and some North Macedonian fans... Uh, Bring back the North Macedonian out. references. <laughs> who, who don't really understand a lot about EPL, such as myself... It might be a bit hard at times to understand why host Keelan gets worked up about the rumor mills, as you know, mm-hmm. as he mentioned earlier. Um, I ca- basically in the article, I came across my first soccer, might have been European, might have been EPL rumor, football, football rumor mill, and uh, that they are egregious. It's that, fucked. They are truly egregious. There is. Just full liberty to say <laughs> and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The article basically read uh, Liverpool, and you think, I like Liverpool, have signed a lucrative deal where Katy Perry, <laughs> Katy Perry, 
and Drake. Wow, you're thinking this can't be real. <laughs> will perform live concerts and shows at every single home game. And they're also signing uh, David Beckham, who's coming back. <laughs> and you think, oh, I've got to click on this article. No mention of it. The, the article's not even about anything. <laughs> there was, I felt cheated. I was enraged. <laughs> there was one I read today. That I, the, the, I have full sympathy f- for you, Keelan. Yeah, I if, completely if, understand what you go through <laughs> on a daily basis It's now. literally the worst thing in my Facebook <laughs> feed. There was one today, and it's like... Um, Messi confirmed leaving PSG and mm. like the whole um everyone's already been talking about how he probably will go play in like Saudi Arabia yep. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Barca's like president or someone w- was just like Messi loves it here. <laughs> and the article's like Messi back at Barcelona yeah. and it's like, <laughs> it's like fuck off. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable. It's truly unbelievable. No other sport that I'm aware of does that. Mm-hmm. There will be talks of definitely not the AFL. Harden may go to Phoenix, or some team is interested in this guy. And you think, yes, yeah, probably not true, but it's reasonable. They need to get clicks. <laughs> not the football. They don't care mm-hmm. at all. I think it must it must just be that there's so much football over. You know, so many different leagues that it's just like you can literally talk about anything yeah. and fucking make whatever the fuck you want up. There's yeah, so that's many, gotta be a... so many eyeballs looking at everything all the time. Uh-huh. You're just trying to generate clicks at that point, and you want you know the language to be as simple as possible for yeah. you. You know, Google Chrome automatically translating your web page into French, Spanish, Italian. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So hit the nail. Yeah. Just there, like. Anything anyone says, write that down. Anything anyone thinks, <laughs> write that down. <laughs> and then they get that thing that you get in like, you know, junior school uh, workbooks where it's like, or like when you're learning a language and it's like the English word <laughs> and then the other word. And then they, but in, you know, there's no logic. They just, just draw a line from one thing to another and go, oh, yep, cool. So that was said. That means, yep, that, yeah, yeah, Messi yeah. is going back to Barcelona. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. I would be surprised if Wembyama isn't picked first, though. So. Yeah, sorry, that was good basketball coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, obviously, you know, it would be a surprise, but... I just, it could happen. 99% yeah. is not confirmed. Correct. 99.999999, still not confirmed, 100% happening. Until he's picked. There's no contract. Yeah. It's, uh, I was thinking earlier today, even, even if he... We know he can shoot. We we know all these things he can do, but maybe any, anywhere there's, there'd be any question marks like, well, how will his defense hold up against the NBA greats or how will he pass in the NBA? He's like a 240-meter, 240-centimeter <laughs> tall. Tall dude. Lighthouse, essentially. Uh, from his dome, he can basically probably see the entire court. Mm. Like playing a top-down video game type of scenario. He's seven feet four. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so he's always on third-person view, <laughs> so he's always going to have an edge yeah. of being able to see where there are less defenders. I can only imagine he also has that 
weird uh, anatomy thing that most basketball players have, which is that their wingspan is actually wider than they are tall yep. as well. So mm. his wingspan's he's probably like seven four with like an eight foot wingspan or something stupid. Grabbing the top of the backboard, standing. <laughs> <laughs> Just blocking everything. Accidentally dunks the ball out of bounds. <laughs> um, how? When does the NBA season start again after the draft? Because the draft's like 22nd of June, o- right? October, October Yeah, late October, early so November. So what if 21st of June, horrible, uh, horrible accident, falls down some stairs? Um <laughs> implodes both his knees. Oh. Do you still pick him first based on potential? Or yes. Teams probably would, yeah. yeah okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Like literally first pick still, even though he's got yep. two knees that need cyborg status. Yeah, yeah. He Zion, ju- you know, mm-hmm. AD. Yeah. All he, the same things. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Exactly who comes to mind. And then when you think of Wembenyama, he just might be... Uh, again, obviously, hopefully the, this doesn't happen. But if it did, hypothetically, he may just be the first player to be signed for $600 million without ever playing a game and just sit there for six years until he's ready. Mm. Because well, he has been called paradigm shifting and he's not played any minutes yet. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> player. <laughs> Prospect of the millennium, I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) It is ridiculous. Especially sometimes they couple those articles with a highlight where he's very clearly dunking it on a six foot one French guy. Yeah, Mm, yeah. And you think, well, what hope did that guy have? (laughs) He's got his skinny little French moustache. Just that little pencil wanky one. Knocked his beret from one side of his head to the other. (laughs) <laughs> the croissants on his feet slip off. Knocks his cigarette out of his mouth. <laughs> Sac- uh, sacre bleu. <laughs> I almost spilled my wine. <laughs> oh, well, look, to be fair, drives um, his they- Peugeot home furiously. <laughs> One point two liter Peugeot, but they do have um, uh, pretty good reach in whatever the French league's called because they're allowed to play with a baguette in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when like when the trainers are playing defense holding yeah, up pool noodles. <laughs> they got the big arms on. Oh, <laughs> fucking James Harden's strength coach made literal big hand yeah. looking things and he, and he sells them on like Amazon and shit. I was like, oh. Just a pro version of the uh, fan foam finger <laughs> which we don't have a lot of in Australia. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's not good for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should, um, maybe we should market that. Bring back the foam fingers, but with like biodegradable foam. Or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, fine. That'd be sick. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <This> fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be recycled plastic, I'm sure. Um, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. As long and as they're hardy enough that they can survive game to game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then everyone can uh, whip out the big fingers at it when yeah. the goal's kicked. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I'm sure we know a lot about manufacturing and such. <laughs> I feel like that would be one of those uh, like uh, commercializations the US would do to our umpires if the AFL was over there. Would give the umpires big foam fingers to to signal with lightsabers. (laughs) 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 
Disney presents. <laughs> oh, fuck, you was going to say that. American Football League. D- Disney, uh. Disney Plus, sole provider of all uh, footage streaming. I wouldn't hate that. No, I hate that. They got they got a big light-up goalpost green in the middle and red on the outside. <laughs> oh. And the padding's like a lightsaber handle. <laughs> <laughs> We're here at our first uh, American league game. And the first thing you probably notice is that the field is quite larger than an NFL field, which is why all of our umpires have hoverboards to get around. <laughs> <laughs> There's little Jar Jar Binkses and shit rolling around. <laughs> they got the footy flags too. There's flags flying off. <laughs> You've bastardized the game. They're all segways with a big basket of flags. <laughs> Throwing them everywhere. Welcome, no. welcome to the first season of the uh, American Australian Rules Football League. You know oh, the AAFL, <laughs> the AARFL, oh the Double da- A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the water runners would have buggies, like full buggies, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd drive out for every single bottle. I think they'd actually have to bring in Australian referees too, though. They wouldn't be able to make up their their you know NFL referees to do it because they don't fucking run in their game. <laughs> That's some true. Of, some of them like aren't running fifteen yeah. k's like Razor is no, every week. Not a fucking chance. No way. Razor's built different, even on his tiny little. Legs. AFL umpires use tall jockeys. <laughs> Razor Ray is a short jockey. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a heavy jockey who refuses yeah. to get in the sweatsuit. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, NHL yoffs. Uh, in the East, we had the uh, perfect scenario for the second round with uh, Florida allowing the Leafs to win one game in Florida. So then they could uh, go back and crush the Leafs fans' hopes in Toronto um, in brutal. overtime in game five. It's so cruel. Pretty brutal. Uh, Home hockey. Yeah, a couple of uh, <laughs> mucked up calls. Uh oh. That must have been it. For some of the <laughs> some of the fans. Um but yeah, the Florida Panthers just absolutely dominated them in, in every fashion. Uh and my Carolina Hurricanes won in game six to get through to the conference finals. So we'll have uh Hurricanes Panthers uh from Friday, I believe, the first game. That should be good. That'll be a really good one. Good yeah. um two teams that have been playing really good. Uh, like team defensive yeah, hockey. Yeah. Um, the Florida goalie has been out of his mind, so I'm kind of worried, but I guess we'll see. Uh, and in the West, uh, Vegas won game six over the Oilers, 5-2, I believe. Uh, so they, they won the series there. So there's now uh, no Canadian teams vying for the Cup again this year. Uh, it'll be 30 years since the last Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Tough look for the uh, nation of hockey. Mm. <laughs> um, so in the West, we've got Vegas uh, hosting the Stars, who won in Game 7 over the Kraken. So the Crackheads are out, but the Dallas Stars are in. Uh, so sorry, how are your futures going? Uh, I've got one future remaining. It's all banked <laughs> on the Carolina Hurricanes at this point. Uh, not well otherwise. If the Canes get up, we'll be okay. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> What an impressive run by Seattle. Huge. So good. Second year in the league. Second year in the league. Second round. 
pushing another team to game seven to get through it. Another really good team with yep. a really good goalie. Yeah. Um, just a great achievement. And they'll have, you know, they've not lost any fans this season. Oh, no. At all across the league. So credit to them. And hopefully they can just keep getting better because they're a really young team as well. Yeah. Um, they have an awesome design. Probably my personal Oh, favorite. their logo is great. It's yep. so good. They um clearly spent a lot of time yep. in designing it. Very good one. Mascot, brutal. Logo, <laughs> good. <laughs> to be fair, there's not many good mascots no. around. No, um, I can't think uh, of one. But uh, Bowie is like one, of, like a troll doll. So, mm. uh, uh, non-binary troll doll as well, because it's the animal in it. Um, Im- important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, climate pledge arena and such. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, that upset. Is that, <laughs> is that the same state as Portland, or is that a different state? That's Oregon. It's next to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so it is a cluster of yes. new ageness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolute melting pot. But good for, <laughs> good for small market hockey or NHL to grow because you've got three southern teams, if you will. North Carolina is a southern state mm. to most people. Mm. Uh, but it's then, got north in the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's What's just, the deal? Um, <laughs> you've got them in Florida. Yep. Uh, Tex- Dallas, Texas. Yep. And then uh, Vegas. So not a lot of ice in those places, funnily enough. Mm. Interesting. It is interesting. Maybe Maybe the best hockey players aren't from snowy places after all. Jokes are all imports anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a bit of a <laughs> catch-22. <22. laughs> the Hurricanes have like five Finnish players on their team or something like that. Bit of a Caucasian swimming representing Zimbabwe situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. But, uh, yeah, big market teams are absolutely crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got to be thinking that. You, again, Edmonton Oilers, two of the greatest players in hockey right now. And Vegas just adds some old guy to their team. Mm. Just wipe them. Um, Not the, a good look. Yeah, I think the the best thing for Vegas is that they're – leading scorer this season, Jack Eichel, yep. was picked number two in the same draft as Connor McDavid. So kind of got to knock him out this that's season. And it's the first first postseason he's been to as well. That's cool, Because he was uh, at Buffalo previously. Not a good side. No. Um, that's he, very cool. He got freed and, yeah, <laughs> got his comeuppance. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, on to the conference finals. Fingers crossed. The Canes have a shot. Definitely. They're a very good system hockey team. Yep. And they've been good all season. Yeah, for the, they, mo- they for the most part. They haven't accidentally got in, that's for sure. No. Um, the Panthers have been playing playoff hockey since the All-Star break, essentially, because they were so far down. Yeah. Just scraped into the playoffs by a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Hurricanes had, I want to say, the third, second best uh, record yep. for the whole season. So... Certainly not a not a surprise to see them get all the way through. Although they have had big injuries, um, 
but they're they've been quietly achieving by committee. There's not they don't have like one guy that scored all their goals like most of the other teams. Yeah. Everyone everyone scores, sort of thing. But they should be getting one of their better forwards back for this round. Hopefully he's been back on the ice in a non contact practice jersey. So Ooh. hopefully a bit more firepower. Which would be handy. All right. Uh football in it. Welcome. Welcome to football. <laughs> Sorry for um I mean, obviously the viewers at home have no idea, but I was just been looking at my phone because um I had saved two very helpful posts mm. um regarding both the top four and the relegation battle. Mm. Um and they had disappeared. Ah. I've found them. Nice. So we're all good. So useless not, information not to worry. for everyone. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> but the race for the top four. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were getting into character. <laughs> See, oh, mate. <laughs> <coughs> Fucking hell. The race for the top four is heating up. Uh, Liverpool are quietly, and not so quietly, charging um, and putting the pressure on everyone in front of them. And by Ooh. everyone, I mean Newcastle and United. Mm. All the way back, perhaps. Fuck you. <laughs> <clears throat> Importantly, you're a dog. <laughs> Secondly... Um, we're not real commentators, so it doesn't count. Ah. So I guess it's all good. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Liverpool only have two games left. Yep. Um, they currently sit on 65 points, which is one point behind both United and Newcastle, who both have a game on them, uh, mm. a game in hand. Um, but essentially, uh, I'm sitting here praying mm. for, for those two teams to, to drop some points or perhaps multiple points. Newcastle have Brighton as probably their toughest game remaining. Um, they have Brighton, Leicester, Chelsea. Chelsea suck. Leicester probably going down. Um, don't skip ahead. <laughs> Brighton's probably their toughest game. Yep. Mm-hmm. United have Bournemouth, Chelsea, and Fulham. So, mm. Mm. right? Not ideal. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Chelsea might have some end-of-season form with their newly appointed head coach, Mauricio Pochettino. New coach bounce. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. Mm. interesting. Uh, well, n- neither of their, neither of their, neither of these two games against Chelsea are their bounce game, unfortunately. Actually, ah. actually, I don't know. I don't know when he's actually officially in. He might be officially in now. Mm. <laughs> Which would be a fucking immense bounce game. It's against City. So Arsenal are sitting there fucking crossing their fingers for the... Please, 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 please. <laughs> please bounce, please bounce. Um, but yeah, so basically Liverpool have Villa, Southampton. Mm-hmm. Two very winnable games. Mm-hmm. One of those, I mean, Southampton are playing for nothing at this point. They should probably just pack it up and go home. <laughs> so in theory, that one's a gimme. Anything can happen. Um, Villa is hopefully a win as well. So that would put him on 60, 71 points. What benefit is there to finishing top four? Champions League football. Ah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Brighton are then hot on the tails, but um, have four games to play. Yeah. 58 points as opposed to 65. They got a bit in hand, uh, staring down the barrel of Europa League. They are mm, looking at Newcastle and City in those two games, though. Funnily enough, they have 
they have Villa and Southampton as well. Mm. But yeah, City and um, City and Newcastle. So not great. The Newcastle game is probably the most interesting one. Newcastle Brighton probably the most interesting game for me coming up. Oh, absolutely. Which is tomorrow, I think. Nah, Friday. Damn it. But yeah, so tune in for that. Nothing's nothing's confirmed. Don't let the journos tell you. Just like the title race, technically not confirmed yet, even though City have one hand on the cup. City on Ladbrokes at the moment are the lowest odds I've ever seen in my life. Normally, you see dollar point zero 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 five, and then after that, they just spend it. Mm. It's just one dollar. You bet a dollar on them, you'll get your dollar back. Wait, actually? Yeah. You want to know Arsenal how to make sixty-seven dollars? You want to make know how to make absolutely no money? What betting? on earth? Oh, it's laundering. <laughs> it's the perfect money launder. Hop on fucking points bet right now. This rinse is rinse that shit, and then it's tax free too. Easy money. This is one of those things where not financial advice. You want to get out of what you've deposited into your account. Mm. So, but you have to like as a turnover rule, like you got to turn that over and generate new stuff, and then you can. Withdraw that from your account. Is that because right? it has to be gambling winnings to be tax free or something? Or Pro- probably, something. yeah, probably something like that, right? It is one point zero one. Well, on this bookmaker, it is one flat, which I've never seen before. It, Usually, they just suspend the market. And yeah, what's money. even the point? Yeah, exactly, is money it, laundering. Clubs so New South Wales in the pocket of points bet. If you, it has to be. If you had a balance in there that you'd want to get out. You just put it on that. Now would be the time. Now would be the time. Looking at getting but out of gambling? Surely this <laughs> has to even. be against some law, right? Because you literally cannot win. All you can do is lose. <laughs> does it literally, does it tell you your proposed winnings? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so $10 comes. $10 can you, flat. Can you just put in like $1,000 just for, sure. no, don't, don't press confirm. There's no decimal places. On Turn your hundred million into a hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> that is really that is really odd. This is lock of the century. I've Hold never on. seen it before. <laughs> that has to be an error or Surely, yeah. not legal. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because you are right in. That's just straight up predatory. Yeah, they, they could technically still lose, and you've got nothing to gain. What is legal and? Definitely predatory is when, say, uh, Novak Djokovic is versing off some 500th rank guy mm-hmm. and they offer 1.001 odds. First round uh, Guatemala mm. Open or yep. whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that market shouldn't even exist, but it does. Yep. They yep. have clay courts yep. in Guatemala <laughs> or is it more of a mud situation? <laughs> Have to play with one of those handballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, the bookies are just like banking on the fact that, um, in, in that case, that Djokovic would retire injured or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, just quietly, can mm. you open up? Is the relegation a market you can bet on? on, uh, on yep, bookmaker of choice. It usually is. Uh, for those wondering, uh, with bad breath from your call earlier to throw in. Uh, Lock of the Millennium Nuggets into our can't oh. lose multi. Sorry, yep. Uh nine eleven is the odds. Nine dollars eleven cents. Not bad. That's a lot of houses. That's a few houses. Uh so relegation. It's not good. 
Don't yep. get don't get relegated. Yep. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Currently, there are four clubs that can you know are allegedly in the in the battle. Correct. Uh, starting in sixteenth with Forest with thirty four points, then Everton thirty two, Leeds thirty one, Leicester thirty. Leicester have a game in hand against Liverpool, so it's zero points, mm-hmm. most likely, uh, given that they're shocking, absolutely <laughs> shocking. Um, <laughs> and they also have a game against Newcastle. So at most, I see them maybe beating, drawing West Ham. So they're finishing on 31 points. So they're done. Game over. Who, who's this? Leicester? Leicester. Yep. Yep. At uh, most, they're, they're finishing 31 points and they're done. Yep. Odds yep. for relegation, uh, twelve. So, boogies agree with you. Yep. Pretty Sweet. much done. Yep. Awesome. Um, and then the remaining um, position, because uh, Southampton's already locked, mm-hmm. <laughs> going down, 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 uh, <laughs> would be between Leeds, Everton, and Forest. Leeds have Tottenham and West Ham. And a shit. Everton are playing Wolves and Bournemouth. More favourable draw. Wolves, though. That's a draw. That's nil all. Uh, getting... Actually, if they drew both their games, they'd probably survive. Because I yep. don't think Leeds are winning either of theirs, actually. No. Yeah, no. Actually, you could probably just leave the bottom three how it is now. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Everton go down for the memes, though. Mm. Mm. Leeds odds dollar uh, thirty three to go down. Everton is four dollars to go down. Wait, actually, wow. Yeah, which is surprising because Forest is three thirty to go down. They're more likely, well, but have uh, they play Arsenal and a more slightly points. more informed Crystal Palace than they have been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, Forest are kind of interesting, but Leeds would have to win a game. And Forrest would have to, you know, lose all, mm. all of their shit, which is, I mean, semi-likely, actually, to be fair. Um, but Forrest's goal difference is negative 31. Not great. It's not good. It's so shocking. So, yeah. It, uh, credit to them, though, if they do avoid relegation. There's got to be the biggest goal difference. Uh, right. Southampton's minus 35. Sorry, biggest goal difference remaining. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, negative 32 for Bournemouth. Mm. Holy shit. And then City are positive 61. Pretty handy in front of goal. Mm. Yep. So, I mean, I didn't really give give any facts there, actually. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I, I think Forrest are probably fine. Yes. Leeds are probably fucked. Leicester's almost certainly fucked. Leicester's gone. Yep. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Um, and then we just have quietly Thierry Henry's proposed new rule changes, which I'm, I think I'm all for. To be fair, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, and thank you for putting them in the uh, in the document. Yeah, it just made it easier. Yeah, because finding my saved thing on Facebook probably would have been another five minutes. So yeah, saves clicking a link and reading through it. Um, so he'd like to end time wasting. Sounds good. Love that. Uh, when a team refuses to play, time sorry, when a team refuses to play, <laughs> time wasting, kicking the ball out, the referee can give a free kick, um, just like in rugby, 25 yards away from the goal, you can put the ball wherever you want, just play football. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> like, 25 yards away from goal, is he from your your goal? 
or is it because twenty five yards I in assume, front of your attacking goal is a is a is I assume a shot you meant, can take. Yeah, I assume he meant attacking goal. To be honest, that's kind of rude. That would definitely uh, definitely stop time wasting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would immediately you just yeah. have a ping on goal every time. Um, but like obviously not the classic time wasting of you know skillfully holding the ball up in the corner. Like yeah, that Holland clip yeah, yeah, yeah. with um, Bernardo Silva, like yeah. that shit's crazy how well they do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you know, actual time wasting. Like I don't know, maybe lying on the ground for too long when there's mm. clearly no injury could mm-hmm. be thrown into there because that's Ooh. fucked. Yeah. This this is for some. This is probably the only one I have some actual you know confusion with. Right. Earning points for scoring goals. Yeah, it's a bonus point situation. It's what they do in uh, rugby union, usually mm-hmm. in the rugby union competition. So say you score in rugby, it's usually, I want to say it's four tries, you get a bonus point. Well, And, well, that was at least super rugby previously. And if you lost a match but were within seven points of the other team while you lost, you also got a bonus point oh. for it being close. And you could obviously, you could double up on bonus points if you scored, you know, double the amount of tries and stuff like that of, of the you know market. calculating the the run-in at the end of the season would be wild crazy yeah 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 bookmakers ever have to update the spreadsheets <laughs> um but his proposed rule extra point for three goals plus yeah city would have run away with the, this season already i think yeah <laughs> so i think it's a i think it's a fine rule mm. until you factor in manchester city mm. And then you're like, oh, mm. maybe not. I, I, you know, I do like more goals though. Yeah, everyone loves the over. Maybe it would put more of an emphasis on some less all-out football though from the shitter teams. Like, yeah, it could have the exact opposite of what you want, where yeah. teams just have eight goalies on the yeah, line, play the low block, yeah. and that is all. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, it yeah it could be interesting, but also it might not, which mm. is the only reason I'm on the fence about it. To be yep. fair, mm-hmm. um, this is my favourite though. Hearing from the referees more, mm-hmm. just fucking give me that microphone. Give, give us the feed. Yep. Like what, what all we've been saying from for ages is do what they do for the cricket. Mm-hmm. Give us the fucking VAR bloke talking over the schnicko the whole mm-hmm. time. I want to hear his thought process so I know where he fucked up. Roll it back. Roll it forward. Yeah. Roll it back. Roll it forward. Ooh, that's tight. <laughs> and then we'd be like, yeah, you know what? He's a human being too. <laughs> Instead of, I don't know, him maybe being a cyborg. Mm. Staring at a little screen on the side of the pitch for five minutes while they come to a decision. And then, you know, the 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 play-by-play fellas have to say shit instead. And that's So this, this rule is obviously also benefiting the commentators too because they don't have to fuck around don't have to try and waffle for five minutes while nothing worse happening. Than, than a waffle yeah. um like we, dis- like we discussed last week with mm. the gabba light situation oh i meant the western australian football all oh, right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing worse it's empty at the moment because they're all playing for the eagles <laughs> <laughs> um and more caution with transfers um you don't buy a house without visiting he says uh you go in the morning you go at night you hear the noise um Un- unless you're that, from but... Sydney moving to Queensland due to COVID. Well, then you buy it on the floor plan that doesn't have dimensions. 
on realestate.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was one of the best jokes of the new Auntie Donna show, actually. It was. Um, what, that was like the, in, the innovation of the year or something. It was yep. a floor plan app that <laughs> removes dimensions from yep. floor plans. Yep. <laughs> no, Quality show. Yeah, that episode's fucking fresh. Um, but I don't know how you make that a rule. I, I don't get it either. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it was more of a, hey, players, maybe you should consider where you're moving to. Mm. Do you really want to move to Manchester? <laughs> Do you really want to play for Tottenham? <laughs> mm. Or Arsenal, to be or, fair. Or Arsenal. I've seen so many photoshops of um, the Tottenham Hotspur logo into the Arsenal logo <laughs> for this season, so... Do you, um, do you really want to coach Chelsea? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you do. You do, You do, actually. because <laughs> Chelsea paid Brighton a bag to get Graham Potter mm-hmm. out of his contract. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Brighton makes that money, obviously, yep, not, yep. not Graham Potter. But then, you know, he was briefly on a pretty substantial wage because he's managing Chelsea. Yep. And then he just got his contract paid out. Yeah, I, I would say that they would have to have some sort of payout clause to terminate early. So, yeah, laughing. He'd he be confirmed. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. It was a video about Chelsea's finances and it was it was a stupid amount. It was tens of millions of pounds. I think it might have been 80 or 60 million pounds that he got paid out. Um, oh. So what you would do is you'd put, I don't know, 10 million pounds into a house because, you know, property's safe and such. Mm-hmm. And then you'd buy fucking eight more. Seven more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outrageous. Um, I forgot about this rule. And then you'd put one on the uh, Storm in the Beach absolute lock of the week multi responsibly. <laughs> Please don't put 10 million pounds on our <laughs> No, just a house. Things. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So just like a, I don't know. 10 million pound 400. house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um, temporary substitutions, I feel, is a sensible move. Um, in order to stop teams going down to 10 players when someone's injured and requires treatment, you just have a temporary sub. Quick off, back on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, hate that. Yeah. It happens in other sports. Yep. Uh, I think it's totally okay. I think it's one of those ones where it's probably really good for um, player health as well because you don't, you wouldn't feel pressured to just be like, yeah, it's cool. And then possibly make your injury worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't complain. Noted. Uh, noted. Play through injury, guys. Soccer players. <laughs> Especially real legitimate okay, injuries. Okay. So all right, too. all right. You, you're you're referring. Occur. You're referring to the loud few. <laughs> the cries of the Neymars, mm-hmm. who allegedly wants to go to the Premier League. That's more yeah, rumor mill okay. bullshit for you. He'll get chewed up and spat out. <laughs> By referees that care. Um, but yeah. Maybe they should just go all out and do rolling subs where they can just run on and off all the time. Horrible idea. While they're Change, at it. Changes the game too much. They'll they'll never allow it. While they're at it, maybe they should extend the field of play slightly behind the goals, but then put a wall up around the field so you can bank it off the sides. <laughs> uh and consider covering the field in ice as well and putting everyone on skates. And giving them a stick uh, and you know helmets. What? 
slice the top and the bottom off the ball. <laughs> uh, we just want the middle third of the ball. I just want the hamburger bun <laughs> of the ball. Um, obviously, it would be very structurally stable given the balls are usually hollow. Yep. Maybe fill it in with some sort of polyurethane. Could be quite kind of bouncy vibe. too. So maybe let's freeze it before we use it as well. Mm. Mm. Good move. Yep. I've got no more hockey thing. Oh, actually, if you're worried about players going down all the time, mm. why don't we just give them helmets and to pads? Pads. Yeah. And then encourage fighting because then they'll have bigger problems. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like actual pads, not these little shin pads that are like something you'd give to your six year old. They have that because they have to wear shin pads and some players are too tough. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> too some, tough. Some are. <laughs> your midfielders, for example, generally, you know, tough. What? What is the purpose of not wearing shin pads? Like, wearing those? I mean, the shin pads I used to wear for hockey were fucking... Yeah, but they're hockey shin pads. Like, they're different. They're completely different. Like, soccer shin pads aren't that heavy. Yeah, I think it's just one of those, like, grandpa rules that just exists. Yeah. Perhaps. It's like, so you'd rather have your shins kicked in than wear something that's twice the weight of the current thing that you wear. Not as fast. Sure. You know, it's probably also not as fast. When you wear your socks over your knees, you look like a goober. Pull them down. Too high. Well, they also have problems with the socks being too tight these days, supposedly. So they uh, cut, cut those holes, holes in the them. back. Yeah, yeah they yeah. look like fucking ridiculous. And, ugh. Just look, get less silly. tight socks. Yeah, looks silly. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you could also make one of the goalie's gloves big enough to capture said third of ball mm. and hold it quite easily in one hand. What else would they have in the other hand? They join the club. Yeah, club they give them a stick. Yeah, okay. yeah why not? Mm. Might as well. Oh, actually, oh, no. Is that way you can play out from the back? Yeah. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You can't really throw with a glove that big. Mm. And, you know, wicket keepers and such. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Well, if if we're reducing the size of the ball, reduce the size of the goal too? Uh, Slightly. Yeah, okay, cool. Not too small, though. Hmm. Probably leave it at like uh, five by eight feet, I reckon. That's quite a lot Re- smaller. Relative to the size of the pitch, though. Okay. Five feet tall, eight feet wide. Mm. Five by nine, maybe. Yeah. Make up your mind. Mm. This yeah. this sport actually already exists. It's hilarious. Does it? Not ice hockey. It's like a blend of ice hockey and soccer. But they use like a field hockey ball. And the goalie doesn't. He's just got like goalie gloves. That he's sounds got two of them. Dangerous. Yeah. Wild. Any helmets? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, cool. Played Fucking in hell. you know Eastern Europe and such. Yeah, and like maybe Alaska. Possibly. They're weird out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in the NBA, so they've got a bone to pick. <laughs> yeah, that was all of um. That was all of Henry's. <laughs> Henry's takes. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. As far as rumor mills go, pretty good. It's not a rumor. He's just saying this. Sh- it's as it, much of a rumor as anything else that's on the rumor mills. It's not a the, rumor at all. It's him providing suggestions. I mean, one of those suggestions was put forward and voted on. Rumored, rumored to be incorporated into the EPL. No, no, no. Can we? No. <laughs> can we? Can we stop with the phrasing? The phrasing like that. That's that's the issue. <laughs> English is is the is the issue. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had a thought on uh, Alaskan team names. Oh, 
you'd have to be the Anchorage anchors, right? No. <sighs> it's already taken, probably, <laughs> by a local business that sells anchors. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by. Anchorage Anchors, Maryland, USA. So it's a what? It's a business in a different location in the US. Because why not? It's a place. No, it's a well. It's not officially listed as a business, but it has. I don't know. I can't understand this. <laughs> it's pretty fucking far from Alaska. Yeah, be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where Maryland was. So. Where, yeah. uh, where Baltimore is? Ugh, I don't like that at all. Yep. No. Nah, all right. Moving on. All right. Uh, flipping a coin. Manny, who's flip? Uh, Kion. Oh, I think he's wrong. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Fuck you last week. Oh, it's your flip. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> Um, would you like to give him the uh, preamble? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, have we got a temperature today? Oh, I do. Seven. Oh, I don't because my watch is telling me to go to sleep. Hold on. It's uh, unlocking. 22 degrees maximum today. A crisp autumn day. All right. Uh, temperature's greater than 21. Uh, 16 heads, 33 tails. Oh, heads are due. Uh, temperatures. Sorry, that was. Oh, no, that was right. Um, and temperatures less than 23, uh, five heads, seven tails. Uh, and keep in mind, currently in this room, the UV index is zero, uh, mm. which it has been every single every, time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Give me that heads. We've had uh, two heads in a row. <laughs> heads. Heads. Holy oh. fucking shit. Dynasty. Head gang. Head gang. <laughs> uh, I didn't like that as soon as I said it. <laughs> it's too ambiguous. Do we like getting head choosing, or giving head? Choosing heads when flipping a coin gang. <laughs> Woo, let's go. Three in a row for heads. You know what that means, boys. Tails is two. Uh, definitely. But heads is on the hot show. <laughs> it's on a heater. Oh. <laughs> on that bombshell. Uh, see you next week. Uh, cheerio. It's going off. <laughs>